0: Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah! Today, I'm in beautiful, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, with a very special guest by the name of Alpio Barbara. Alpio, welcome to Cars Yeah! Do you have it in gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Let's do it! All right, we're going to have some fun today. Now, before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you,
1: Alpio? Well, first of all, most of them don't know my last name. Uh, They think my name is Al uh, Al and then P.O., but uh, (laughs) people don't know that uh, I'm sort of an open book, but, uh, you know, I try to, I don't flaunt my stuff. Yeah. Except, you know, of course I have cars and coffee, so you got to show some stuff, but I just, uh, (laughs) I'm just a regular tire man.
0: That's what we're going to talk a little bit about in our show today, but you're also very involved in philanthropic activities and helping others and bringing car people together. So let me give you a proper introduction and we'll dive into your world. Alpio, Yes, that's a very unique name. Alpio Barbara is the president of Redwood General Tire in Redwood City, California. Now, you'll say, "Wait a minute, we're in Arizona." Yep, he lives there too. Uh it's a great place to hang out with car people. He started his tire business in 1969 as a tire installer working part-time and then in 85 he became a partner in Redwood General Tire and in 2000 he bought his partner out who had retired and started running the show himself. He was named Tire Dealer of the Year by Modern Tire Dealers back in 2019 and he was named Top Tire Shop by Tire Review. Alpio is very involved in his community and was president of the Police Activities League where they raised over 4.2 million dollars to build a facility for underprivileged youth. In 2017 he started Cars and Coffee. In Scottsdale, and has raised close to $300,000 for Phoenix Children's Hospital at St. Vincent de Paul. And this year, he's committed to two dental labs to help underprivileged receive free dental care. So here's another car guy that knows the secret to life giving back to others. We'll be back in just a moment, but first, a word from our sponsors. So keep the seatbelts on. We'll be right back. Covercraft has the most complete line of custom seat covers available. Choose between the Polycotton Seat Savers. Endura Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, Leatherette Precision Fit Custom Seat Covers, and their durable Carhartt Seat Covers. They're all easy to install and And remove. And guess what? They're machine washable too. Easy cleanup to make them look brand new. No more worries about the kids spilling on your seats or your pets damaging your expensive upholstery or leather. Covercraft's quality seat covers protect from damaging pet claws, pet fur, hair, mud, moisture, food. Drink spills drool from permanently damaging your vehicle's fine surfaces. Headrest and armrest covers and color options are also available on many of the styles. And I've got a great option. Offer for you. If you use the code yeah Y E A H 21 at covercraft.com, they'll give you 10% off plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping with the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. Visit covercraft.com today. Last year, I changed my collector car coverage to American Collector's Insurance. That's who now protects my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush. But did you know they also insure? Your valuable collections of automobilia and other collectibles... If you're like me, you've invested in a lot of cool collectibles over the years. Those items are valuable. And if you were to lose them in a theft or a fire, well, try to get your normal homeowners insurance to pay you what they're worth. Good luck with that. American Collectors Insurance provides you with assurance and confidence that your collectibles are fully covered. They insure a lot of items, including automobilia, wine, baseball cards, books, figurines, die-cast models, model trains, glassware, sports memorabilia, toys, and a whole lot more. American Collectors Insurance, they've been protecting us enthusiasts since 1976. They provide you with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a long history of taking care of their clients. Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote at 866 ACI. Yeah, that's 866 224 9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Rains, here at Cars. Yeah, American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. (laughs) So, Alpio, we are back. So let's talk a little bit first about your tire wheel business, because that's where you kind of got your start, or you did get your start. And I love your story, because you built your way up from uh, cracking tires, breaking tires. Is that the right term, breaking tires, breaking the beads? Pretty much,
1: pretty much. That's a good term, breaking the beads yeah Mm -hmm.
0: that is tough work holy cow i watch those guys work on my cars Mm -hmm. taking care of people's cars so let's kind of walk through that early career and then i want to move forward into this cars and coffee and you have a very cool venue there in scottsdale where people can rent it out for parties and events and so forth so take us on a little drive through your life would you sure
1: in 1969 when i graduated out of high school i wanted to be a police officer and uh so i was going to uh to be a a police officer and uh, injured my knee pretty severely. And it was very difficult to uh, pass the physical so uh, I continued, uh, I got a job and, and um, worked at a place called Howard Tire in Belmont, California. And I did that and then uh, physical therapy through my knee and so on and so forth. Then I worked at Belmont Police Department for 10 years, but I still continued to work in the tire industry. I've only had two jobs. The one that I worked at, Howard Tire, the police department, and then the one I bought in 1985 as a partner and then bought out my partner in 2000. So I've always been in the in the tire business uh, my entire life. Uh, I guess I, you could say I bleed carbon black, you know, in the tires. So <laughs> yeah. uh, tire business has been very good to me. It's a lot of hard work. You mentioned earlier uh, you've seen uh, some of the tire installers working hard. Well, compared to the way we changed tires back then, they got it pretty good now because uh, we have some tire machines at our store. They're like fifteen thousand dollars a piece, and all you do is put the wheel on the on the machine, and the the uh, tire machine does the rest. So I always give them bad time. How easy it is! Yeah, says so that proverbial.
0: When I was a kid, you would believe yeah. we had to walk <laughs> uphill both ways to work in the
1: snow. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you know, when I first started in the in the business, uh, again changing tires in 1969, we had 13 sizes of tires. That's it. From A7813 to an L7815, then it changed, and for example, now there's one size that uh, has a part number um, It has 13 different part numbers, whether they fit an Audi, a Volvo, a Porsche, they're all the same size. It's just that the manufacturer wants a different siping on their tire. They want a different side wall marking on their tire and so on. Once uh, before the shortage that we have now, the manufacturers used to call us up and say, hey, Alpio, you want to buy a 500 of these tires? I'll give you a special deal. We'd buy them. And they would fit on every car. We we, we didn't go by part number. If a 205, 65, uh, 16 fit on a certain car, it was uh, made for that car and the speed rating and so on, load range, we'd put it on. So, it's really interesting now. For example, in my store, I probably have around five hundred, five hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of inventory. And the reason I even bring that up is because every day I probably order three to four thousand of special order tires that I don't have in stock. Which means that you come in with your a uh, nine nine one. You might come in with your uh, Ferrari. You might come in with whatever car, and I may not stock ten or twelve. Sets of those tires. So I've got a special order room because how many times does a guy pull in a Ferrari, for example? so that's what I'm talking about. Special order tires. uh The truck stuff. We got, you know lots of tires for those but this and so what i'm saying is there's so many different uh sizes and and, uh, applications
0: it's gotten really complicated for us consumers because now luckily there's internet now so you can go and do a lot of research you can also get on forums and talk to people who run specific tires and say what do you think what was it like so you're not unpleasantly uh surprised when you get a tire and you go man these things are loud this is obnoxious say it's for your suv or something like that but uh yeah and even i buy my tires. Well, I used to buy my tires through uh, online and now I buy them just over at the local Costco. But every time I go there, they have to order them. They never have them. I just kind of learned to expect that part of the deal. But the tire industry is really, really radically changed.
1: And I'll
0: tell you, you know, with what's been going on with supply chain, has that be- become a big problem for you?
1: it has not only is the supply chain difficult but so, so is the shipping for example i still get tires for my friends down here in scottsdale because they know i'm in the business they say hey, can you help me out and i help them out i mean i don't have a store here i don't have any overhead so i get the tires and and uh, they i save them a couple hundred dollars 250 dollars sometimes so the problem is is like fedex picked up 12 tires at my store about a month ago 12 tires all at the same time it took two weeks to get all 12 tires back here in Scottsdale. Wow. Now you're only talking 846 miles from my store to here. Yeah. Because they get to the FedEx and pick them up, put them in their warehouse. They might ship two one day, one the next day Two the next. Yeah. So not only is the product hard to find, it's the, the shipping, the logistics. Now, we're a large store in, in, uh, in California. We're one of the biggest independent single store operators in the country. So we could really try to find whatever tire, will, whoever's got one that we might need that someone else doesn't have and help each other out. And I may have something that someone needs that I ship to him or we ship it right to their customer because we have a good network going on. So, you know, the independent tire dealer really tries to help his customer out, whether you buy a tire in Redwood City, and then you have a problem with it in Scottsdale. And if you go to a dealer that that is a tire pro chain, for example, it's a franchise, but we're not, we're still independent tire dealers. We're more of a marketing group. You know, I'd call him up, um, a good friend of mine out here, his name was Howard. I would say, Howard, do you have this, this, and this? He said, yeah, my store here has it. And we'd help him out because we're all together. But, the manufacturer is having a hard time because they haven't caught up. Now, hopefully, they'll catch up with the shortage of the automobile. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> they were building tires for the for the you know trucks and cars and so on. And if they're not selling them. No need for tire. tire.
0: Yeah, they don't need to order tires. So it's a it's been a terrible chain, and that kind of explains to me something that happened with the last set of tires. I bought tires for my BMW, both my BMWs, and they said, "Look, we can't promise when they're going to get here." And I said, "What are you talking about?" They said. They just look at me and said, don't you know what's going on in the world? And I go, well, yeah, but today that's not my problem. That's your problem. But you know what I mean? And yeah, I think two of them showed up one day, like a week later, and then another one showed up. And then the other three, you know, I'm like, what is going on? And he said, well, same thing you just described, Alpio. And he said, the other problem now is all of a sudden prices for shipping because fuel prices are going through the roof. So it's just this chain of things that are making people like you have a really lot of sleepless nights, I would think, in trying to run a business.
1: You're absolutely right, because uh, being in the car world down here, uh, we just had our auction week in January, and I was talking to the gentleman that I buy I bought my uh, lifts from, my car lifts, and uh, six, seven, eight years ago, I bought two of them. They were thirty two ninety five, and now they're seventy nine ninety five. Oh yeah, seven. And I go, why, so, why did they go up so much, Tony? The container that used to cost $5,000 yep. now costs $20,000 to come over here. This is all,
0: uh, yeah, Well, we could talk for hours about this. but
1: Same thing with our tires because, you know, not all our tires are made in the U.S. Uh, they're made all over and then they get, you know, shipped. And uh, this was one of my things about, you know, uh, when I don't want to drop any names, but some of the chains, for example, 4 for 99, well, that's impossible, I mean, I don't want to buy a tire for for ninety nine because it's made in in China or or wherever. Uh, just imagine the tire is twenty five dollars. You got to ship it. You got a container. It, you got to do this. You got to do that. I mean, how good is that tire? Exactly. Now, tires are. I've always believed. I'm. I maybe I'm
0: unique, but I always loved the smell of new tires in my garage in the morning. I, I just. It made me feel <laughs> safe and comfortable. I live where it rains a lot, so having good tires is really important here, especially for my family. Well,
1: that's kind of thing. On the road, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about your event center because what you've done there in Scottsdale, you moved to Scottsdale. You still have your California business. You're having fun there in the sun. But you decided, you know what, I'm not just going to sit here and have fun and play golf and swim in my pool. I'm going to create a unique event center. Tell us about it.
1: Well, the event center really started as my man cave. And I've been collecting stuff for years. And my but my thought was, I'm going to collect it. And then when I get to a certain age, I'm going to start selling it off. And so uh, I was having lunch one day and I saw this building and I said, hmm, I'll go look at it. And the building was, I couldn't believe the price. I said, hmm, don't forget, I'm coming from California. Yeah. <laughs> and so I made a deal with the gentleman and, uh, and then it's going to be my event space. and Or I should say my man cave. And uh, I built it and put my cars in and then... Uh, this gentleman comes in and he says, I want to have my birthday party here. I said, well, it's, it's not really an event. It's not an event center. It's just my man cave. And he kept, uh, you know, coming in here when he had lunch across the street, he'd come in and so on. And I said, Bill, I said, it's it's not an event space. I said, it's my man cave. He said, what if I give you $500 to have my birthday here? I go, when's your birthday? Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you started going, oh, interesting. I could, yeah, I could offset the cost of this building. Yeah.
1: And that's how it started. And uh, matter of fact, his birthday's coming up uh, uh, in May, uh, May 14th. It's his 80th birthday. Wow! And we're having the and we had his first birthday party at 75. Nice. So five years ago, uh, that's how I remember exactly when I opened it up. Um, uh, it was on Bill's birthday, and uh, Bill now is my best friend. Wow! Oh. And uh, oh. I go to co- I go to coffee with him twice, three times a week. Matter of fact, I just got this morning. Uh, before we came online here and um, uh yeah bill uh built my uh my best friend and in the, and then i uh, turned it into a, an event space an event center and then my friends that we have coffee with on tuesday and fridays i said hey guys i said would you would you support a a cars and coffee there was like maybe 10 or 15 of us and i said if you guys just get one or two each of your friends and and we did we started it the second saturday in in the, of the month and the reason we started the second saturday of the month is because there was already one on the first and one on the third and the <laughs> yeah. second so I figured okay. you filled that slot. Yeah. So we did. And then uh one day I said, you know, I'm gonna put a tip jar out there just to uh offset the cost. And uh and then uh we collected sixty four dollars. Well that was easy. Just put pull out a hundred dollars and you know you match the you match the fund. And I said, you know, let's let's just collect the money instead of the it's not that much uh, for coffee and donuts and so on, and let's we'll raise the money and we can make a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, we'll donate it to a charity. Well, last month we raised uh fourteen hundred dollars, and I have you know, of course I match it, so now it's you know twenty eight hundred nice. And then we sometimes uh, what I do is I go and I get other people to either match what I collected at least once a month. Or not, not every month, but at least once a year on a certain month they could pick. I said, "You guys pick the month you want." And they, "Okay, I'll sponsor July." And then and now, what I do is uh, I sell for $500 a year, and I put a their decal on this uh, board that uh, shows how much money we collected. Last year, we uh, I had a I met with St. Vincent de Paul, and you know everyone needs money. You know, Phoenix Children, Hospital, Every organization needs money. But I picked St. Vincent de Paul. Because their administrative costs are covered by another donor, which means when I collect my money, all of it goes to what I really want it to go to. Nice. And so I had a little dinner meeting here with some of my friends and wives and donors and so on. And that night, we collected $64,000. Wow. And the $4,000 is going uh, to a $100,000 goal to build this dental lab. It's St. Vincent's for the underprivileged. Well, by the time, and this was going to be for 22, and I mentioned to, uh, to St. Vincent's to give me two years to raise the $100,000. Well, by the time January 2022 came around, I had the $100,000 already cleared. Bravo. So we were there doing a tour of the facility. One of my colleagues sent me a text. He goes, let's do another one. I looked at him, I said, let's do it. So we've committed to another $100,000 for 22-23. I asked him, it, I said, give me two years on this one. So last Saturday, one, uh, one of the car and coffee friends that came up was talking about it and he's already committed another 50,000. So now I have raised 50,000 this year and I got my 100,000 again. This is for, for students, or not students, but underprivileged that when they go to school, their teeth are so bad that they have their hand over their mouth and they're afraid to raise their hand up because if the teacher will call them and they have to talk and they, you know, they got teeth missing and so on. So what is so great about St. Vincent's is that they're one dentist, a prof- you know, a, a, a DDS and a retired dentist. Then we have students, they're in dental school, like there was a one, two, three, four dentists that are there in dental school, the hygienist, and so on and so forth. And then they move up the ranks. So when the dentist becomes the dentist, then he leaves. And he, But he also comes back to volunteer. The dental hygienist will go to become a physician's assistant. So they come back. So the way the dental lab, we call it, is really a dental chair in a three-quarter, like when you go to the dentist, you know, that little one area that you're in. Right. So what we're going to do, and they've already have Uh, I can count four of them, like the Arizona coyotes, the Arizona diamondbacks, the waste management. What they do is they put wallpaper up there of whether it's the the Arizona diamondbacks baseball field or whether it's the waste management, the 16th hole at the waste management. So when you're in the chair, you're not looking at a wall and waiting to get paint. So what we're going to do is have pictures from our cars and coffee, uh, uh, wrapped in our area and that way the kids can look at the cars and people and, and what have you nice so to get the pain away and um so that's what you know that's where our money is going again like i said you know we we did phoenix Children's hospital but so many people are given the phoenix and not enough people are given to st vincent's and so we, we it's not that not that we don't want to give to the phoenix we're just going to give it to st vincent's for the next couple of years and then we'll, we'll re- we we'll
0: regroup. You know, this is tremendous, and it's something that uh, I've learned after interviewing so many people on the show is when we're giving away things to others and helping others in any way we can, whether you have a big checkbook or a small one or your time, whatever it might be, that's what makes us the most happy as human beings. And you figured that out a long time ago, my friend, and my hat's off to you and the car community down there for what they're doing. We'll take a short break. We come back. We'll talk a little bit about a challenge, perhaps, so keep that thought in mind, and we'll be right back. AutoGeeks Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. AutoGeek's Blackfire SiO2 spray sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products. And Blackfire spray sealant takes advantage of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. TechForce is a charity of choice here at Cars, yeah. Auto techs are in high demand, but the supply, it's critically short. For every one tech who graduates school, there's five jobs waiting for them. Said another way, four technician jobs go unfilled for every technician graduate. Lots of young people love cars, but don't know how to turn that passion into their careers. TechForce Foundation shows them through career exploration, Technical education and the workforce development solutions. Join Carja yeah, in supporting Tech Force Foundation and its mission to solve the technician shortage by donating at techforce.org today. You know, let's talk about this because uh, coming up against challenges, obstacles, We all go through that, but it's really how we deal with it and how we use that as a learning lesson. That's why I like to ask this question. So could you share maybe one of those real challenging times in your life and how you turned that around into a a great learning experience, no matter how painful it might have been?
1: Yes, it was uh, about 1987, 88. And uh, Costco, which was Price Club back then, moved into my area. Uh, And uh, everyone was panicking. And then a few years later, America's Tire Discount Tires, you would know them nationwide, moved in 50 feet next door to me. And the reason I say 50 feet is because I own the lot next door uh, between me and America's Tire in California. So all we really did is we just shifted into, into, not that we didn't have customer service, but we really shifted into customer service even more. And what we told our customers, of course, they, you know, they, go next door and they literally go next door. And we just told them everything that we did. We wanted them to let us take control of their car. That way you don't have to go someplace else and say, Hey, look, the alignment is out, but I didn't do it. The guy up the street did it. So I say, you know, if the alignment was out and we did a bad alignment, we're going to take responsibility. We wanted to bring your car to us. We're going to change the oil. So every 3000 miles, we're going to rotate your tires. So we just went more into, service mode. Absolutely. And already, we were already there. But it was more so than ever before. And uh, we just continued to grow. Competition is good. You're not going to get every single customer in the world. Uh, you're going to get customers that think you're too much money or, or whatever. a matter of fact, I had one lady one time, and she's still a customer of mine. Um, but she only buys tires from me because her bill for her Mercedes was $600 less than it was at Mercedes. And she didn't think I did all the work. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah. Step by step of what we did. I said, I don't charge you for taking a test drive. I don't charge you for lubing your door jams. And I went through the whole, and, and she wasn't comfortable. I said, that's fine. She goes, but I'll still buy tires from you, Alpio. And yeah. I said, wonderful. Yeah. That's fine. A little profit is better than no profit. So, well, yeah. you know, she's cars and we chuckle and, and uh, of course, now she's into a Lexus and they take care of everything and whatever, And but it's fine. And so, but we just went into a service mode, more of a service mode. And there's no reason why anything wrong with your car uh, that we can't fix. The only thing, if it's a warranty item and it's a no charge, then we would tell our customer to take it to the dealer. But one thing that we have, we have a sign in our store is that once you buy the car, you don't have to take it back to the dealer, even though the dealer tells them they have to bring it back to them to maintain their warranty. That's false.
0: Yeah, no, you know, that's the thing that a lot of people don't know about. And, um, you know, I've got great mechanics around here, uh, for different vehicles that I've had. And, uh, you know, you're always going to have that price shopping customer who only cares about price and they don't realize the right. added benefit until it's too late. And then they go, Oh, should have stuck with Alpio. But, um, I, I agree with you. Competition is good. And when you're buying the same tire from multiple options, um, then you've got to do something extra to keep people, uh, coming into you. And, uh, I like the personal care that I get from the people that take care of my cars. And there's a loyalty that builds up and, and I'm a picky guy. I'm like you, I really like my cars. And a lot of people come in, like I even clean my car before I take it in for service because I want the yeah. guy, yeah, I want the guy working on it to know this guy's a maniac. So I'll do his car right. Other people don't care.
1: Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, you know, I had a customer, and you can't judge a book by its cover. I had a customer one time come in, and we worked on his uh, 1963 Ford Galaxy. Nice. After we were all done with it, he uh, said, "Can I? are you the owner? I said, yes, I am. He says, can I speak to you? I said, yes. And so he said, can we go in your office? I said, yes. Of course, my stomach's turning, yeah, thinking, okay, we did What talk.
0: happened? Yeah.
1: We closed the door and so on and so forth. And he says, well, um, one thing I want to talk to you about. I said, yeah. And my stomach is now really tight. Yeah. And he goes, you did such a your store did such a great job on my car. I want to know if you'd like to take care of my other cars. And I said, absolutely. What do you have? He goes, <laughs> Well, I run a plumbing company with forty three trucks. Oh, I damn near, I damn near, <laughs> near fell out of my.
0: <laughs> there you know. go. There but, you go. You
1: know, so our biggest trouble and our biggest obstacle, if you really want to know the truth in a tire business, especially, is our distributors and our manufacturers. And what I mean by that is, if you hung up a if you hung up a sign that said Mark Green's Auto Repair, they'd come and try to have you sell tires. You don't have any training, and they sell tires to anybody. And that's the biggest we have in our industry is that, I mean, for, for God's – and not that I want any more regulations, but if you go get a manicure or a haircut
0: – I know. They've got to have a nice, proper license and training for that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We don't in our – you just hang the sign up. And and I've been fighting on this when I was on, these, on all these uh, – boards that i was on and they and the manufacturers look at you like what are you some kind of whack job and then i used to tell them i said you know you just can't you can't put a h-rated tire on a z-rated car in my i used to use it as an analogy is hey you could dress up in a tuxedo mark and wear tennis shoes you can wear the best nike tennis shoes you can find it look really good but you can't dance <laughs> well i think you
0: hit a You hit a really important point there and you're talking about safety because again i said it earlier tires are the only point that touches the car between you and the road and they've got to be the right tires and we've all heard that i've seen it at tracks on drivers education days guys blowing out tires and you look at the tire they put on their porsche or even a ferrari in one case and you go why did you do that well they were cheaper okay well now the how cheap is that wall you just hit yeah well i I agree with you i think it's a a very important thing. So I want to hear about a special vehicle in your life, LPO. No doubt you've had a few cool cars in your day. Is there one that really stands out?
1: Oh, it's a good question. Boy, that's a great question. You know, it's like the car that I drive that day, but gosh, um could be your first car. Could be my first you no, know, my first car was a nineteen fifty-five uh um, green Chevy four-door. And I thought I was cool, cat and I waxed it and everything. Um you know, they've. I've been blessed. Gosh, I don't have a single car that I think is better than the other. And I'm looking at them, and uh, and you know, I've, I've got a. It's a tough one. I guess my first Ferrari. You know, my 360. I guess you could say because it was my first Ferrari that I've ever owned. Yeah. And I was pretty cool in that. So uh, yeah, I, I can say my 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 first three, my first Ferrari 360. Even though I've had 911s and a 911 SC way back when it was just like a Porsche but the Ferrari always had that boy it's a Ferrari you know and i got to drive a
0: 360 uh for 4 days during the cavallino event years ago uh, a customer actually loaned me his Ferrari uh, at the airport i got to drive it for 4 days to all the events for the cavallino event back there and uh, that was pretty darn fun um i've driven ferraris before but i haven't like spent some time with one and it's always something special about a, a ferrari that's for sure no no
1: when when i went to maranello and I uh, went to the Ferrari factory, thanks to, thanks to Pirelli. And I met Luca and uh, uh, he, uh, he came up to me and he goes, Alpio. And I said, yes, and I was really, I said, uh, welcome. And of course, Pirelli, you know, and uh, so he said, what kind of car do you, uh, what kind of Ferrari do you have? So I, uh, I told him and he goes, you know, that's my favorite Ferrari. I said, no, you're just saying that. He says, no. I walked into um the factory when I you know started the tour and there was a 360 Ferrari and he goes now you know now do you believe me yeah. and I guess I guess <laughs> and um yeah so uh you know I I I've never, ever said that that my very special vehicle was because I love them all. But I guess you got it out of me that, uh, you know, we keep talking. And yeah, my, my first Ferrari would be a special one. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. so. I think so. So I'm going to be your car psychologist and kind of crawl into your okay. head a little bit here. All right. If you were manifest okay. as a vehicle, what would you be and, and why? And of course, the most important part of this question is it's not what you want to be. It's how you perceive the man in the mirror. you got to look deep into your soul here, Alpio, the kind of guy that you are manifest as a
1: car. I'd to be I'd want to be the Ferrari. Uh, I like that sound, that natural sound of when you accelerate, and especially I, I, and this is going to be very controversial, a gated shifter guy versus a uh, paddle shifter. I like the sound when I paddle shift. Because I can just go boom, boom, boom. Versus <laughs> yeah. shifting. I, I couldn't do it as fast as the car sounds.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And one leaves the, leaves the pit and gets on there. You can just hear that thing shift and nothing, nothing's better than that sound. So I'd want to be that. Very cool. So
0: is there a great book you'd like to share with us today that you really enjoyed? A book? Yeah, a book. It could be a business book. It could be a car book. could be any kind of book.
1: Lee Iacocca's book way back when and it's always stuck with me.
0: Definitely a great book that's been recommended here. So before I let you go today, Alpio, I'm going to let you go on the ultimate drive. This is kind of a fun thing. Now, you've probably been on a lot of cool drives. You've had a lot of great cars, but today's different. I'm going to buy you any car in the world, old, new, whatever, open checkbook. Don't worry about the price. I'm going to park it in your garage. You get to be and go on this drive with anybody in the world, living or somebody who's passed. So that opens it up to a broad range of folks, and you could be driving anywhere you would like. So what does the ultimate drive look like for a guy like you?
1: Well, I went on to this peak-to-peak in Colorado half a dozen years ago. I'd love to have Luca in the right-hand passenger seat from Ferrari, and just going through the mountains up in Colorado, Independence Pass, uh, Telluride, places like that where you can really open up the car yeah. and you're not going to be in and out of traffic. You're just a two lane highway by yourself and no one's in danger. Um, you know, except yourself, you got to be careful. Yeah. And um, that's, that, that would be my ultimate ride.
0: So obviously you guys are going to be in a Ferrari. So which model when money's no object now, is it going to be an old classic or a new car?
1: No, it's going to be my 458. I love my 458. Um That's a, at as high as I, I went into the Ferrari World, I I I I've got the three oh I've got all the three series and the, the three three sixty five G T C that I have is a great car. Um uh but it doesn't have the sound that the four five eight has.
0: Yeah, I love
1: it. 65 is something you take your wife in uh, or your girlfriend, and, and she's not going to say, man, this car's loud. But that 458, man, that, that, that sounds great. Yeah. That sounds great.
0: That sounds like a nice trip. You know, are the only one who's picked Luca as a driving companion, which I'm kind of surprised given how many people I've talked to who love Ferraris. Uh, that sounds like a wonderful trip. You've taken us on a wonderful trip today, and I, I can't thank you enough for sharing your incredibly fun life that you've created. Before I let you go, could you share maybe – a success quote or a mantra. Now I know you guys have a great saying at your tire store. The only pressure you'll get from us is your tires. So I had to mention that one because I love it. Whoever came up with that was brilliant. Is there a great piece of wisdom you might share for us today? Words of inspiration.
1: Don't be afraid to change. That's my other one that I use. At the store I uh, I tell the, or for my customers. I tell them the only pressure you get from us is in your tires. And I start, I started that. And, and the other one I would say to any employee, employer to tell their employees, don't be afraid of change because if, they, if it doesn't work, change back. <laughs> I like the
0: word the play on words here too because you do have to change your tires. So nicely done. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great saying. I love it. So how can people learn more about what you're doing there in Scottsdale?
1: I know you have a website. They have a website. It's called Alpios at Troon. Uh, All one dot com, A-L-P-I-O-S-A-T-T-R-O-O-N dot com. And uh, the second Saturday of the month, we have cars and coffee throughout the year. Uh, We don't take a break in the summer. Just come up earlier. Uh, It starts 7 to 10, even though they're starting to show up at 530 because they want to get a spot. And uh, come on up. I'll buy a cup of coffee and give you a donut hole
0: what there you go smart guy (laughs) you're cool also uh listeners if you're up in the area redwood general tire in redwood city i'll put a link to that as well that is the place to go to get new rollers on your vehicle for sure alpio thank you for spending wonderful time with me today i really appreciate it can't wait to get back to scottsdale and visit with you until you and i talk again my friend i'll see you down the road thank you very much and you're always welcome (laughs) all right i'll be there I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions. Ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYA when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at linkagemag.com. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun.